When is the last time you made a mistake? Do you remember how it felt to realize you made the mistake? Or is making mistakes not something you ruminate or hyper-focus on? Perhaps you get defensive and find it hard to admit making the mistake overwhelmed by feelings of shame. Any answer is okay. Personally, mistakes are a big trigger. And I've made mistakes in this podcast already. Throughout my life, I have received a loud and clear message along the lines of, mistakes are not allowed or encouraged, and anything less than perfect will not be tolerated. This led to an obsession with perfectionism. I needed to have the highest GPA, sing the song perfectly, no one can see my apartment when it is a mess. The list goes on and on. Today, I want to talk about mistakes, how they get wrecked for survivors of abuse, and how I have been working on reclaiming my right to make mistakes and be human. Hi, I am Raisa, a survivor of narcissistic abuse, and I have complex post-traumatic stress disorder, and you are listening to Hello Trauma Brain, a podcast where I share my experiences living with complex PTSD. My hope is this podcast can help destigmatize mental health and provide support for anyone diagnosed with CPTSD who thinks they might have it or has a loved one with this diagnosis. Quick reminder, I am not a licensed psychologist or mental health care professional. And this podcast is not meant to replace nor substitute the care of psychologists, other mental health or medical health care professionals. If you think you might have complex PTSD or PTSD, please reach out to your primary care or mental health provider. This episode may reference trauma or abuse and listener discretion is advised. Remember, You can always pause or skip this episode at any time. And now, let's get back to the episode. Hello, dear survivors, and welcome to this episode of Hello, Trauma Brain. Thank you for joining me. Life continues for me and the obstacles and pop-up problems are still coming. I am finding ways to keep calm and allow for life to happen. Not gonna lie, it is still triggering, difficult, frustrating, and the feelings of being incompetent and that I am behind schedule are still taking a toll. Before I continue, reminder that any individuals or resources I mention in this episode are not sponsoring Hello Trauma Brain. Something interesting happened this weekend. I was at a gig and someone came up to me after we were done playing and said something along the lines of, don't doubt yourself, you are very good. For a second I thought, wait, is this person listening to the podcast? Is he saying this because he heard the imposter pilot episode? Before I got a chance to ask, he said, I noticed you look nervous before you started. This person did not have a clue I even have a podcast. And his observation was interesting because I was not nervous before the gig. I was doing some deep breathing, and I think that is what gave that impression. I find it fascinating how my view of the world has changed a bit since the podcast came out. 
A part of me is perhaps a bit paranoid that now my entire internal psyche can be seen by everyone. And I guess I'm going to have to work with those feelings as I continue doing this podcast. Now back to this week's episode. Today, I would like to talk about how making mistakes gets wrecked for survivors of narcissistic abuse and the importance of claiming back our right to allow mistakes. How does the trauma response show up for me? This podcast is a DIY project. From the music to the cover art, scripting, recording, and editing, it is all done by me. So I have to listen to the episodes a lot during the editing stage and make sure that the final product is what I intend to release. Granted, I do my final listen while cleaning and multitasking, trying to make things more sustainable than I (laughs) quite frankly can just stop my whole life for the podcast. Now, I also listen to the episode after it releases to make sure the launch version has no glitches. And the thing is, As much as I try for things to be as good and perfect as I would like, the reality is I'm human. Imagine my surprise when I heard not one, but two mistakes I made on episode three supporting a survivor. Mistakes are a huge trigger for me. I was overwhelmed with figuring out how to fix the mistakes. I can't just take the episode down. Already people are listening to it. Then that means the episode would come out on a different day. That's going to mess up the whole schedule. The trailer says Thursdays. You know where I'm going with this. Basically what happened that led to the mistake was that I went off script while recording episode three because I forgot to add dialoguing to the list of things I did to help myself regulate. That is why I do say I did two things, but I talked about three. (laughs) Not a huge mistake, perhaps. Then when I kept listening, I noticed I made a bigger mistake. When explaining dialoguing, I said that the prefrontal cortex was the non-dominant hand and also that the amygdala was the non-dominant hand. Allow me to correct myself now. The prefrontal cortex is represented by the dominant hand and the amygdala by the non-dominant hand. Oh, I panicked when I heard the mistake. I thought, OMG, I just published incorrect information and will confuse people and I need to fix this right now. I was going to record a quick correction episode and then began to go down the rabbit hole. Well, this is going to mess the weekly schedule. People are going to be confused. Why is she releasing a random episode on a different day? Do I include all the usual stuff I do in this correction episode? (laughs) What number do I give the episode? Something felt like I was going over the top with this recording a three-minute correction episode idea. Then I remembered something a friend suggested when I told her about my mistake, which was add the correction to the show notes. And that felt a lot more doable than producing a whole correction episode. So I did. And I felt better. But it wasn't enough because I kept ruminating. Whoever heard the episode already is not going to go back to the show notes and even someone listening after the correction in the show notes might not necessarily see the show notes so now what now of course i mentioned this in therapy and my therapist suggested i make an episode about this whole making mistakes thing 
So here we are. Mistakes got wrecked for me because I was marinated in deep shame when I made mistakes to the point I find it really hard not to beat myself up when I make mistakes. It is weird because sometimes I struggle owning mistakes and other times I overown the mistakes. I tend to live in the overowning mistakes end of the spectrum though. But either way, it's like one extreme or the other. <laughs> my self-esteem takes a huge hit. And I treat myself like I am the biggest failure on the planet. Throughout my life, when I do something right, I might get praised for it. But if I make a mistake, oh, I better get ready. Because that will get the spotlight for sure. A lot of my emotional flashbacks go back to that place. I am in trouble. I made a mistake. I am bad. Toxic shame at its worst. And even when I don't get in trouble or no huge consequence comes from making the mistakes, I can't shake that horrible feeling. How is this relevant to trauma survivors? Survivors of narcissistic abuse tend to absorb the shame projected by their abusers. As a survivor myself, I think I took on the fantasy that if I can get it perfect and not mess up, I will stay safe and the abusers will be appeased and not abuse me. The thing with fantasies is, they're not real. And I will never get it perfect every single time. Not making mistakes will not stop the abuser from taking out their frustrations and shame triggers on me. Because the thing is, they will make mistakes. And I will too, because we are all human beings. If making mistakes was wrecked for you like it was for me, you internalize the message and you don't allow yourself to make a mistake as it activates the overwhelming fear that some horrible consequence is coming. I have been reading Pete Walker's book called Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving which I will link to the show notes. Also, if you've missed episode two called What is Complex PTSD, I invite you to listen to that episode to learn more about this diagnosis and the importance of Pete Walker's book. Back to the book, Pete talks about how the perfectionism strategy is meant to make the abusers less dangerous and more engaging. The hope is that by being smarter, helpful, pretty flawless enough, you will win the abuser and they will finally care for you. As you keep failing to achieve this outcome, because it's not realistic, the survivor is forced to conclude that they are fatally flawed. I am loveless, not because of my mistakes, but because I am a mistake. I can only see what is wrong with or missing with me. And reading that part of the book hit me pretty hard because making mistakes is, yeah, it became associated with danger for me. And it's not, it's not a healthy way to go about the world because mistakes are inevitable. And taking it this hard every time I make a mistake, it's, <laughs> it's hard and it's not... It's not a kind way to navigate the world. So, so I'm trying to work on that. And oh my goodness. 
Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Hello, trauma brain. <laughs> oh, the grief. Oof. Okay. <sighs> Now, what am I doing to heal? Hmm. Self-compassion and mindfulness. It's my son a bit cheesy, but just please bear with me for a moment if you can. I do a lot of talking to my inner child or the amygdala part of my brain. Something I found extremely helpful from licensed clinical social worker and certified life coach, Christopher Richet. Oh my gosh, hang on. <laughs> still, ah, that sadness is still there. Ooh, okay, all right. Mm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all right, let's do this again, (sighs) okay, personally, it is hard to name the feelings sometimes, but I can name the pain either on my shoulder or the headache or whatever part of my body I can feel the sensation in, this also gets followed by reassuring my younger self that I got this and I can handle it because we are no longer alone, it can look something like this, Ricey, and this is how I call my inner child, by the way. I notice we have a headache and that our shoulder is hurting. I am here and I will handle fixing this mistake for us. We are allowed to be human and humans make mistakes. It's okay. That does not make us a fraud or bad. I will handle the correction and you let me know how you feel about the steps I take. P.S. I will link Christopher's Instagram post where he talks about this technique in relation to emotions in the show notes. We deserve to learn from our mistakes, embrace them as a part of the human experience, and still feel like we are a good person. In this week's healing invitation, I want to offer you a few things to reflect about. Oh my gosh, I'm still feeling the grief. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Mm hmm. <sighs> okay. Mm. In this week's healing invitation, I want to offer you a few things to reflect about. What does making mistakes mean for you? Does it feel like the end of the world or the end of your credibility? Next time you make a mistake, notice the physical sensations that come up. Can you pinpoint the inner dialogue in your head when thinking about having made the mistake? Is that inner dialogue kind or berating you? I invite you to pause and sit with those sensations or emotions that come up as you are able to tolerate them. Perhaps talk back to those voices and let them know that mistakes are things that may need to be addressed or corrected, and that is okay. You are still good, and correcting a mistake can become a powerful opportunity to grow. If we don't make mistakes, we don't learn, and we don't evolve. Please let me know how this week's healing invitation goes if you choose to accept it. Before we wrap up this episode, all music and production is courtesy of yours truly. Also, I want to share a few ways you can support this podcast. You can subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
or the platform you are using to listen. Share this episode with anyone you think can benefit from this content. Follow Hello Trauma Brain on Instagram. Subscribe to the Hello Trauma Brain YouTube channel and hit the notification bell to be the first to know when I post a new episode. And you can make a donation by getting me a coffee through the official bio site. No worries, all links will be provided in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. I wish you the best as you become more comfortable embracing mistakes as part of being human. It is time for our farewell affirmations. You are welcome to repeat after me. I am enough. I am lovable. And I deserve to heal. I wish you a gentle week and thank you for listening.